All right, so we have a new member of the Past is Prime fan club, and her name is Maya Winter Dizidor. Oh. She's my granddaughter, your niece, and Stephen and his beautiful wife, Sammy, have blessed us all with this amazing, amazing baby. And every podcast from now on, we will give updates on just how amazing and how great she is. But what I'm going to do now is what we call a segue in the business. We're going to go from an amazing baby to an amazing football player. <laughs> and he's going to be playing in the Super Bowl this week, this Sunday. And his name is Patrick Mahomes. Now, some of you may know him from the State Farm commercials and the Head and Shoulder commercials. First of all, Zach, and I should introduce Zach is here. Hi. Michael's on the board. Zach, Kansas City Chiefs, Philadelphia Eagles, who do you got? Oh, Kansas City Chiefs, because I too like Patrick Mahomes. I, I've never seen the guy play. But I've never seen up. the man play. I don't think so. Okay. I, oh wait, no, because he was in the Super Bowl before. He was in the Super Bowl before. The, he uh, has. He five. lost to the Brady. Yeah. In yeah. fact, this is his third Super Bowl in five years. Yeah. Yes. No. He. Yeah, I've yes. seen him. He's cool. Yes. I, he was the guy who, like, basically, paid and bought for the um, election the voting yes. machines to be brought. Absolutely. Really, that's he really made cool. Arrowhead Stadium. He. He. Like right. He, he said so that I, that's that's awesome. So. And Michael, are you also a? Uh, Chiefs man, or are you going Eagles? What do you? Well, the tough thing is because the Eagles beat the Giants. Yes. And I mean, I love Patrick Mahomes. Yes. I think he's one, but I I think he's on an in, he's coming off an injury. He's got that he injury. Does have that high Although it spring. didn't really matter too much in the last game. That's true. I remember how much in the Super Bowl he lost prior. How much he was the only good player, and he was running for his life, life. that whole game. Yes. Now I don't think the defense on the Eagles is as good as when he lost that Super Bowl, but. Uh, you know, they that does limit him. They're good. And They're I, good. The I'm Eagles. a little nervous that it's like if it were if it were the forty I mean not the forty if it were the Chiefs with any other quarterback it would be the Eagles, but because it's the Chiefs with Mahomes, it's like they're equal. It's very tough, but I can almost see the Eagles winning this. Oh, yeah. Although I can I, so I This is gonna be a very close Super Bowl, I think. My pick is the Eagles to win, but I who I want oh, is I the Chiefs. You. I, I want you. the Eagles to obviously now, be eliminated. You are on a, a gambling uh, you are part of a gambling <laughs> site, Mike. So maybe Yes, I did sign up a while ago. We may put some because Michael is the perfect example of bet with your head, not over it. Oh, put a yeah, little no. money down, one took a lot back and just plays with just a little bit at the right time. That's the way to do it. Nice. And Michael has definitely been smart about that. Not that I want anybody, and if you have a gambling problem, please contact well, your, yes, yeah, with those commercials that they have. You must must do that. After they tell you all the odds. to buy. <laughs> After yeah. they tell you yeah, and they yeah, give yeah. you five bucks, you can win 200, or we give you Which is like exactly what I did. So I like exactly. pulled it out like 99% You're the of the exact money. thing that they don't want to happen. Yeah. yeah. Exactly I want a good right. amount and never bet again. They don't want you to be analytical with those games. They want you to say, oh, I lost, I got it. But if you win... Yeah. You do it, that's the way you do it. You pull back, you don't keep going. You pull it back, get your money back and everything. But just to get back to another segue, Mahomes. This is his third Super Bowl in five years. He's never played in a road playoff game, meaning that his team has always been the best record. And every year since he's been a starter, he's been in five straight AFC championships, all at home. Which always is active. That's a, that's at least making it as far as the one game away from the Super Bowl. Yeah, basically. Right. So oh, he's never. Thank you. He's never not been a game away from. He's the He's never Super not Bowl been a game. Career. And he started five years. 
He's been in. So then I've seen I've seen him. Three You've times seen him, him, right? Yeah, but I mean, he, he's Mahomesian. There's words for this guy, he, and I've seen. Look, I've seen a hell of a lot. I've I've seen every Super Bowl since the Super Bowl began. I've seen all the great quarterbacks. Are they going to make a movie about you? Maybe <laughs> like eighty for sixty-two and doofy. Hearing something, yeah. I, I well, if they made a commercial about <laughs> never this, in person, if no. they made a commercial about the season ticket holders, they should do. You know, the guys. Oh, that every yes, super yes, yes. I, yes, I, I want a really good season ticket holder and whatever, and you're a great fan because you're out your place. So this has to be one of the most even. Did you see the stats for this one? Oh, I know. It's incredible. Where the Chiefs and the Eagles. Are both sixteen and three overall this year. Right. They both scored five hundred and forty six points. Right. They both have six all pros, including a Kelsey brother. Right. And their quarterback. And then they're the AFC and the NFC's number one seed. That's I mean, like got to be one of the most easy. Does that happen often? Where the number one seeds from both? Not not all really, the time right? because you know it's that one you know, one and you're done. I mean, Kansas City was number one last year, and Cincinnati beat them. To go to the Super Bowl, yeah, and the Kelsey brothers on Kansas City, the Kelsey. Yeah, I've heard this. It's like the Civil War. Is the tight end? The brother is the center for the for the Eagles. It's it's a lot of firsts. The first time two brothers are playing off, and it's first time there's two uh, black starting quarterbacks. Correct. Yeah, I saw that. And you know, and Jalen Hurts is, and I got to give Stephen credit for this because I didn't think Jalen Hurts was going to be Super Bowl quarterback this soon, and Stephen was all in on him. Is he, he is he like young? This guy. Is he's this, young, also. Yes. He's in his mid twenties. I mean, these guys are young. That's what's so good about him too. I mean, the NFL going he, into the playoffs, Mahomes is the oldest, right? Well, not yeah. yeah he's twenty seven. Yeah, he was the oldest. In when his, you like, look at it, you got second year players, third year players. Mahomes is twenty seven, and that's like the yeah. old man because mm-hmm. you know everybody's a year, or a year and a half younger than he is. So that's what's so incredible about what he's done and how good he is. I, like this Jalen guy, though. How long has he been quarterback? Just a couple of years. Okay, all right. So, so that's just like his and first he's been hurt too. No, no, so like okay. this is one of his first full seasons. Right, because and this is, and he played it. This is the guy who played in Alabama, then went to Oklahoma in college, got drafted in the second round, and now he's in the Super Bowl and he's he's won championships in the you know in in in, in college. But you know sometimes you just don't think well it's a system like they always said that system quarterback or whatever. Right, yeah, but yeah. he's just he's he's very good also. He's really good. And, you know, I don't want to leave out, you know, Lamar Jackson talking about with Mahomes and all the great quarterbacks. You know, you've got Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts. All these quarterbacks are good. They're really good. They're, you know, and and great. But he is just a little bit head head and shoulders, (laughs) no pun intended, above the rest. That's the incredible thing about him. I was almost going to say I don't have the words to describe it, but it's Stephen would Stephen get would be upset. Yes, Stephen would get mad at me. Yeah, I just don't have Patrick the words. Patrick Mahomes' talent is indescribable. It's yeah. indescribable, but it he's has good. To be. He's yeah. good. He's really good. He's very good. So it's tough. How could you bet against him? Also? That's just the thing. But are you betting against him? <laughs> well, we can well, do Well, if two. I'm placing money on it, no, I'm betting for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, if you can just I bet to. on his stat. I mean, there's like we've yes. talked about this before. There's yeah. millions of things. You know, is he going to throw? I don't know what the over/under on yards passing is, or you know, who's going to score the first touchdown, or all that. I mean, there's so many the prop bets that we talked about. I'm sure it's like 300 yards. That's oh, typically I'm, like the over. Right, it could yeah. be 280, depending because their defenses are better or whatever. You know, 281 wins you, 279 you lose, 280 it's a push. You know, like that type of thing. So if you hit the number, you don't. You have to right, be above right. or you know below it. But 
I just it's going to be a very good Super Bowl, but we say that, you know, you hope it's going to be who a great the, game. The Eagles, I mean, who was starting for, well, not starting because um, he got hurt, but uh, was it Josh Johnson was the main quarterback in the game against the Eagles that they beat them? Oh, you mean for San Francisco? Well, yeah. Purdy first got hurt. Well, yeah, they brought got, a, yeah, yeah, this guy was 30-something years old and hadn't played and whatever. Because that's what they were, that's what I was also saying, too. They were like, I mean... The Eagles also got to remember they beat Daniel Jones, right. not which we're Giants fans love right. Daniel Jones, but right. then and then a Josh Johnson, string, yeah. yeah. So it's like Mahomes had the tougher path too to oh, beat much better to beat Burrow to make it there when they were zero three against Burrow. That's a good point because a lot of people have said the Eagles have just dominated the last like five six weeks of the season that they haven't had to play a competitive game because the two playoff games that you brought up were blowouts. I mean, they were like—I think they scored like 14 points. The the opposing teams against like, like 69 or something for the for yeah. the the Eagles. So they haven't played like a game. So they're saying, yeah, they've been good. They've been in tight games, but they haven't had that edge. But that's what I think. I feel like the defense might get exposed by Mahomes. It could because like, you're not gonna let you're not gonna hold the Chiefs to seven 14 oh, points. So unless the, he's like you said, with his ankle is bad. Yeah. And they, if he's got to run the whole game, right. the way you saw him hobbling against sometimes. Tampa Bay, yeah. then we've got issues. Okay, then he's so, got issues. So ask him a Mahomes question. So the last time I think I saw him play was in the Super Bowl when, unfortunately, they got blown out by Brady. Brady was, and Tampa Bay. Yeah, Brady and Tampa Bay. But like, again, so he ran a lot in that game. He was doing yes. the most. Well, he was running for his yeah, life. No, yeah, because no, no, no offensive no one can line catch that anything. season. Has that been rectified? And, and does he is he more of a guy who throws a lot, or does he? Because you know, there's like the quarterbacks who are really good. They have arm. fixed their offensive line issues. Okay, you know, for that's, a complete that's, layman, that was one thing that they they had to address after that Super Bowl. Yes. They had to address the offensive line because you can't have the best player on your team and, and maybe in the NFL running for his life. And, and still some of the passes he threw were dry. I mean, the guy was phenomenal in a loss. And it wasn't even a close game, but he still played well I in that loss. I remember being really into that game and not knowing anything and knowing these guys aren't catching the ball. Like, he, yeah, he was throwing into the area. But he had absolutely, yeah. you know, you no matter how great you are, you still need a little time. Because that's the, like, when you're watching... And I watch a lot of pregame and, and shows of the NFL Network and ESPN, all of them. And all the analysts all do the same speak. You know, like they have to say, you know, uh, they have to control the line of scrimmage. That's one of your, your things. Which every football game you have to do that. If you control the line of scrimmage, meaning you can block better than they can rush your quarterback, he gets time to throw. Of course you want to control the line of scrimmage. Take what the defense gives you. That's another one they left to throw out. Yeah, of course. You're going to take it. They're giving you the short pass. You work your way down the field. You don't try to throw in a double coverage or whatever or, you know, win the turnover battle. They're all the same thing. But every game is that same way. And that's what Mahomes wasn't able to do in that Super Bowl. And if he can do it in this one, yeah, he's going to take chances down the field because he's Mahomes. But then he can throw it the right. full length of the field if he yeah, needed to. He can throw it 60 on a rope. He also makes the weirdest little like two-yard shovel passes. It's amazing. That you never will see, but he makes it happen. He's got an awareness, Mahomes. He's got that football sense. He's got a football sense, but it's like he, somebody is just about maybe to to slam into him, and he's just like Michael said. But that's his baseball background. Also, he his father was a, was a, a baseball player, played for many teams, played for the Yankees, and he when he was seven years old, he tells a story. 
A-Rod and Jeter are working out with him. They're throwing the ball around. They're teaching him. You know, so he's always been around athletes since a very young age, and all that's worn off on him. He's been able to pick that stuff up because he's mature for 27. It's like he's 37. Like they talk about Brady. There's no defense that Brady hasn't seen. Mm. Regardless of when he came to the line of scrimmage, he's been playing for over 20-something years. He's like, yeah, okay, I know it's going to That's the same thing with Mahomes. And if the play breaks down, if they do have like a rush on him, just like Mikey said, he's rushing. He can go to his left and throw to his right. But that's all baseball instinct, playing shortstop, playing baseball, knowing how to slide, which some players don't know how to do. Some quarterbacks don't know how to do. That's what Robert Griffin it was a football player. The third? Yeah, Robert Griffin the third, yeah. right? But he couldn't slide. So he'd get hit. Mahomes, boom, slides and does that baseball slide where they slide and he's able to get right right up. He's that he's just so talented uh, and, and so athletic. It's, he's a combination of so many different players when you look at him. He's cool, under pressure, but nothing phases the guy. He's just he's an amazing, amazing football player, which you know, obviously he's been like we've we've talked about all his stats and everything and just how great he's been. And if he wins the Super Bowl, see, this is the thing, too. They're saying, no, if he's going to catch Brady seven, he's got to win the Super Bowl because then I'll have two. And it'll be in a different stratosphere of, you know, Aaron Rodgers has the one. Mm. Dan Marino doesn't have any. Elway's got two. Does Peyton have one or two? Two. two. He won one with Denver and one with uh, Oh, because uh, he did win one with Denver. Right. Because so, what I remember watching Denver in the Super Bowl was when they got destroyed right, but by the then Seahawks. They won, but that was the right. next, so yeah, he's was the got, year. you know, Eli's got two. Uh, the two. Uh, Against Brady. Which, right, yes. right. Which so, is on those. Because you know, it's a Super Bowl win against Brady. Is, yes, is, no, yes. Yeah, when you have that in your, on your resume, too. But he's and just, two of the greatest plays in Super Bowl history. Absolutely. The Mario Manningham sideline catch and the helmet catch with David yeah. Tyree. Tyree. I mean, you know, it's it's... Just to throw a little Giants by. Of course, so. you got to throw the Giants so in there. That, I want to ask. I mean, if, if we're not good ending, so again, complete layman. It seemed like the Giants. Nobody expected anything from them this season. Then right. towards the end of the season, everything I saw, like, oh my God, they're good, and they were up into the conversation until the Eagles just like they destroyed yeah. them. Yeah. But like they did better than was expected, correct? Like did they play yes. better? Like they got further than people thought? Like there's yeah, more the, hope than Yeah, I feel like uh, anything of people saying it was kind of disappointing. Like I remember later in the season when they started to kind of lose some games down the stretch and the New York media was basically like, well, if they don't make the playoffs now, it's a loss of a season. But they were they had a what they only got six wins or four wins the previous year at the Giants. They were like what four and four. Three. Yeah, they got four wins there. So yeah, they only got four wins the previous year. They got a new coach and a new GM. They had a running back Saquon Barkley who's been off of two years of injury. Daniel Jones, who people to start the year thought he wasn't going to be the the guy, and now everybody's saying he's the guy. So the fact that they want you know. They had a very, very good... Like, it wasn't a very close... Like, it wasn't like 8-8 eight eight or... Seven. Like, they had a good winning record. They made the playoffs. They won a playoff game against the Vikings, who had the most... Won their division. Yeah, the Vikings won their division, had the most, like, uh, one-possession game wins in the in the season. Right, right. They, I feel like it was a huge... I mean, again, the Eagles are now sitting in the Super Bowl. So, so to lose lost, to the Eagles... Yeah. I, I mean, uh, you would have liked the game to be more competitive, but... 
that was a total win of a season. Yeah, when you look at what I mean, what they were the year before to what I mean, you talk about taking a leap, not a baby step. Yeah, you're taking a leap from like this team is pathetic to with basically some of the, the same players. Some guys were you know cut and they brought in some other players, but it was culture that you know that's another thing they talk about. You know your culture, the winning. You know he he came from Buffalo. This coach Brian Dable, and that's what what. What you have, that's what you have with what these two teams that are going to the Super Bowl, the Eagles and, and Kansas City has. You know, you look at Andy Reid. He went to the Super Bowl with the Eagles, lost. But then he went to Kansas City, went to the Super Bowl, won, lost one, won one. He's got Eric Bannemi, a great offensive coordinator. Mahomes is in a perfect spot with a perfect coach to coach somebody like this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's that's It's like a perfect storm for him. He's got a, a, an offensive mind, his head coach and his offensive coordinator are on the same page, and you've got a guy that there's nothing that you can't say. Well, we got we he can't do these, he can't do this, so we can't. Even, he can do it. He can do anything you want him to. And do. And he has one of the best tight ends. To he ever does. Play the game, he Travis has the best Kelsey. tight, end. and they traded their best wide receiver Tyreek Hill in the offseason to Miami because he he said I'm not getting the ball enough. So everybody was like, oh, well, that's going to kill Mahomes because he can't. So what they do is they bring in all these different receivers. And Mahomes goes, okay, you're going to take away the deep pass from what we normally have with Tyreek Hill. So I'll dink and dunk you. I'll throw it 10 yards, 15 yards. You want to play up close? Then my guys can go deep. But he's just like kind of harnessed his you know, way of like, I'm just going to throw it deep. And that's what I'm going to do because I've got this guy that can outrun everybody. So what he's done is said, okay. You're going to play me this way? I'll do this. I'm going to run the ball a little bit more. We'll we'll mix up our offense. We'll do but everything like we can. like you said about the coaching, like that game against the Jaguars, when Mahomes got hurt and was out for a drive, I forget the backup's name for the Chad Chiefs. Henny. Yeah, what, what, Chad Henney. when he had to come in, he led a drive down the yep. field and scored, and that goes to... Andy Reid and yep. that play calling too to know, okay, now you take out a guy who can throw a 300-yard ball and, like, do this. Right. Now you still are managed to score and keep points on the board, like, with a totally different And he did that in the game. previous years against uh, the Browns, too. He had to come in when Mahomes was hurt. So it's just having everything in place, and that's what you need. There's that continuity of it. That's why teams are, like the Pittsburgh Steelers, have had, like, three coaches in the last, like, 50 years when you look at it. So they go from Chuck No to Bill Cower to now Mike Tom to Mike Tom, and so, you're spanning from the '70s to the 2000s on, on coaches that you have, and and that's continuity, and that's what you have with Andy Reid. He's been coaching forever from Philadelphia to to Kansas City. Then then which the also thing, for the Giants for in terms of that they've had about like four, oh five coaches in the past ten years. Well, after Sorry. Coughlin, they've had like no luck, and then. I just want to say this podcast and Stephen, in two of his, he's not here tonight, so I have to just highlight what he wrote last year before that they basically had to gut the entirety of the front office. And the, I remember us talking about how they, right. and the coaching staff, where they were only going to get rid of the coach, or but like you had to get rid of both, basically. And it's proven to be correct, because why would you keep half of a bad system and put right. another half in? So do you think, I mean, from an outsider's perspective, it seems like, that's worked. It's been. Proven. Oh, they're definitely on a rise rather than what they were. With and this Joe is Judge. one season after the Joe. Judge. This is one so. season after Joe Judge, and it's like we said, it's it's just attitude. It's 
having a, a system of knowing what you're doing where it, it doesn't seem to overwhelm you. You know what I mean? The Giants did it with like, you know, the old smoke and mirrors. They're not a great football team, but they won close games. They never seemed, they were never out coached, but just some of the players that they had were not. I mean, some of their linebackers were, were not even playing in the league at the beginning, and they, they brought them into play. You know what I mean? They were, like, on the practice squad, or they were cut by other teams or whatever. They had to piecemeal things together. But the game plans and just being creative with the players you have. And finally, now this will be the second year Daniel Jones in the system and see if he progresses because, you know, they have questions they have to answer, too, about what they're going to do with him and they're going to sign him or just franchise tag him or whatever. But that's what you have to have. Every good organization. That's why the Steelers win all the time. The Chiefs win all the time. The Ravens win all the time. The the Eagles are winning now because you have a guy in place that can spend the money wisely on his players, draft his players well. And that's why with when you look, they're, they're a very young team, the Chiefs. They have rookies playing in their secondary. They have you know rookies scattered all through the team. But it's the coaching, and when you get to this game or to the playoffs, they say there's no rookies anymore because you played 17 games now. You know what I mean? You've learned from that week one to week 17, and the, if the coaching is gets you better, that's what like the blueprint for a lot of teams are. Like Brian Dayball came from the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills are were used to be horrific. Then things no, changed. They're now they're they, they get a good quarterback. Look what happens. Kansas City Chiefs were good, but they were weren't getting to the Super Bowl. They get Mahomes. Now they're in there every year. They're a contender to get there. That's what the Giants and what everyone and the Eagles do. The Eagles were very smart. They drafted players. They traded players. They traded four players. They gave up draft picks for some. They brought in. They drafted well. They added certain players during the year when they had to. But that's when you need the coach and the GM on the same page. And when you got a, a, a smart GM and a smart coach that can work together. That's why Kansas City's there all the time. Plus, you have the gift of Patrick Mahomes that keeps on giving. And when Patrick Mahomes came out, it was like, well, he plays at Texas Tech, and they score 50 points, but their defense gives up 60. You know, they weren't the Big 12, so it was Texas Tech was known for, like, this, you know, K-gun or shotgun offense, and they said, oh, he'll never be able to make it in the pros because he's just... But when you get a coach that can take that talent and see it, they moved up in the draft to get him. They moved up from their draft position to draft him because Andy Reid said, I, we get this guy, he's young, I can teach him certain things, but he can throw, like in, in college, they always say the window to throw to is a, is a lot wider than in the pros. Mm -hmm. And Mahomes can make that throw. And a lot of quarterbacks, you have to, to be great. But Mahomes can do it, but on the run. He can do it if the play is breaking down. If you start, if it's supposed to be to this guy, it's supposed to go left or whatever. He can turn and still make that throw going right. He's just he's gifted. If I can see that, it's obvious. And I remember during that game seeing like, wow, this one guy is doing everything. He's he's an amazing, amazing talent. I mean, I mean, there's no, I mean, you know, that's an understatement. But he's just so good that when you watch and you root for the guy, it's hard to root against them. You know, it's not like I'm, I'm like, you know, if the Giants are playing the Chiefs, of course I'm going to root for the Giants. But when they're not, and I do like a lot of other quarterbacks and everything, but he's just like, and he doesn't see, he, he's not like, which we just saw this article about Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if you heard this, but Aaron Rodgers was on the Pat McAfee show. 
and Aaron Rodgers is going to spend the next four days and nights in a dark room to decide his future of what he's going to do that's, that's with a, his that's life. That's very Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. I remember How being... How to fit his head up his own ass. I remember kind of being upset, even or not upset, because I don't really care about Aaron Rodgers' career, but right. when he was like, I could go to a team, he said after the end of the season, and be an MVP quarterback somewhere else like that, but it's also like, are you going to a team to be an MVP, or are you going to a right. team to win a Super Bowl, right. which it's like you retire with one... But if you retire with two, you're in a whole nother class. But it seems that his personal wants is just to have another MVP season that leads to nothing, where it's more personal achievement than than actual. Aaron Rodgers is somebody who wants to be like loved, and I don't see any way since Tom Brady retired this year, and he said this for good. Now, if Aaron Rodgers retires this year, in five years they'd both go in the Hall of Fame together. You think Aaron Rodgers wants to share the stage with Tom Brady going into the Hall of Fame? And J.J. Watt, who also retired, is going to go in in five years first bout? Well, A.J. Green has a chance too, but J.J. Watt is retired too. Now, I don't think A.J. Green is going to go on the first ballot. Steven says he's a Hall of Famer. I'm borderline with him. He's good, but but Hall of Famers will cancel each other out. But (laughs) the thing is, you know, there's no way that he's going to want to go into the Hall of Fame. With Tom Brady. There's no way. J.J. Watt doesn't care. He's like, hey, if I get in the Hall of Fame, I get in the Hall of Fame. But Which he will. He's you, another, I love that guy, J.J. Watt. Right, but do you guy. think Aaron Rodgers, who's going to spend four days and nights in a dark room, is going to come out, and, and or that or doing ayahuasca, whatever the heck else he did the year before in Peru, that he's going to come out and say, first of all, I'm going to give up $60 million that's on the table that I can make, plus in five years, I've got to hear all the accomplishments of Tom Brady, seven Super Bowls, and I got one. There's no way. He's playing. If I was going to make that bet, I would make that bet. No oh, yeah. Doubt. I think he's going to do he, all of course he's going to get. play. He wants oxygen on him, so I think he's going to play. He needs it. One he needs more to be like, you know, like, I know that I'm good, but I need to be told that I'm I'm good, too. He's like right? an internet troll where he doesn't need to be loved, but he needs attention. He right, needs exactly. eyes on him at all. He wants the people to love him to love him. Like, in, in another life or when he's out of the league, he's going to have, like, a podcast. Oh, God. Where he's going to talk about well, all Well, he wanted things. to... He'll just go on the Pat McAfee show. Right, he'll go he'll, on the... But he'll he'll he the Rodgers and McAfee show. He'll, he'll, he wanted to be, like, the host of Jeopardy. That was the rumor, too, right? He was going to be the host of Jeopardy. Or will he do studio work? Because now Brady's retired and he was supposed to start in the Fox booth in the next season. But he's taking a full year off and not going to start till 2024 now, Brady. Which means he's going to play another year. Which <laughs> he's gonna you play. never know. But I think mentally he doesn't have that desire anymore. No. I think, you know, when he went through his personal life and you don't want to see anybody go through a divorce and things like that. And I will never, you know, I mean, that's, that's a hard thing and kids and whatever. So I think that took a toll on him. And I think he's just like physically now. He's like you know when you mentally know, you physically you may still think oh, I got it. I could, but when your brain is telling you it's over now, it's a real. It's over. It's a real bummer because he had that like that season where like the world turned on Tom Brady and everyone. Oh like, yeah, that was a big Tom. But like we, it's recorded in this podcast. Didn't like Tom Brady, and it's like oh he's not on the joke. He's having fun. He's right. Like, he should have just retired when he was on top. Right. Why? Like he went. It, it's. And but we love, but you know what it is. There's like, how do you tell somebody that's still good at what he's doing? It's, you got to go. It's different when you, like, you could sense it 
or like if you're in a TV or movies, if your your movies aren't making money or your your TV shows bombing, you're told that it's time to go. But when you're still talked about every every show, every every pregame show, every football show, every sports show, he's the greatest of all time. He's the greatest of all time. Because Charles Barkley, who's was was friends with Jordan, they're not as close as they used to be, said Tom Brady's the greatest winner of all time. Because in the NBA, you can play in a playoff series and lose three games. You have to win four in a best of seven. In the NFL, you get one shot. You don't win it. There's no next week in, 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 in playoffs anymore. It's over. You're not playing a next week for best two out of three. It's one and done, regardless no, I, of how good you are. Like Mikey said about the, the, the Minnesota Vikings. They had a great record, home field. They're playing the Giants, who were horrible the year before, just, you know... I, I I agree totally. I think the the thing is just with Bray, like, and it seems like in football, from a layman's perspective, I mean, in all team sports, this is true. But like football, because like you're the key man, right? You don't have just to rely on yourself being great anymore. Is your team going to be at that level the next season? Is everyone going to be in place? Are they right. going to do a round? You're going to lose people. There's a lot of variables where he was like on top of the world. Everyone loved him, and still, I mean, you were talking about before how the NFL Network. It, and all these things need something to talk about. They'll still bring up like this guy's good, but is he Brady? And then they can wheel out Brady, well, and he can talk for twenty five minutes. To to go on to that point like that, the, LeBron James is in this week is going to break be the, the all time scorer in basketball. He's going to do Wilt Still. He's no, he's going to break Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Oh, okay, right, okay. Wilt Still scored more so, off yeah, the court, right? right. Oh, but wow. on, on the court, Kareem holds the record, and he and in, in the podcast room you see up there. I've got my picture of Kareem uh, with the, at with that the time. Is Lou Alcindor playing for UCLA? So he's he's not only going to break the record for the most points scored, he's also top five in assists. LeBron, but what do they say? Oh, he's no Jordan though. He's no Jordan. Or you know what else they're saying, which kind of drives me crazy too, is well, LeBron didn't go to college. Kareem went to college for four years. So you figure in four years, how many more points would he have scored? Instead of giving the guy the credit, yeah, we there has to be this thing with LeBron. Like we can't just say, "I like Michael Jordan." Trust me, I love Jordan. I had Jordans. I, I st- love Jordan. I mean, you're an, an Iverson man. Now. I'm an Sneakers, Iverson man but, now, but you know, if Michael just, wants to send me a pair, yeah. of course I'm going to wear them too. You know what I mean? I I I like you know I like take that the, as a challenge. Jordan. Yeah, take that as a challenge, <laughs> so the, Mike. So the, so I like blue too, by the way. Carolina blue Jords would be wonderful, but you can't say like, oh, LeBron is the greatest of all time because you get so many people go, yeah, but Jordan won six straight. You know, Jordan won his championships. He's undefeated in the thing. But instead of just saying Jordan was great. But so is LeBron. You, there has to be that debate well, on a lot of shows, a lot of things. And I get it; you have to have it for context, uh, you know. But yeah, I, or to, you know, to spark controversy. But if 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 you're having a draft and somebody goes, "Okay, you draft second, and somebody takes Jordan," I go, "Well, I'll take LeBron." I'm really not going to do that bad. Well, there's this thing that I think that we'll call the goatification of everything, right? Because, and I don't know if it's always been this way or if it feels like it's just gotten this way more, but everyone's got to be goaded. Like, the whole, I don't know, I, I think no one really watched or cared about, but, well, actually, it went up a little, but the Grammys this year. Right. That everyone's like, well, undisputedly now, Beyonce's the goat right. for getting all these awards, but then, like, also, she didn't get the, but it's like, why does 
everything have to be, is this person the greatest of all time? When there's a lot of different greatest of all times exactly. for a lot of different things. And I, I guess always think it's content. Weird. I always think it's weird when like ESPN does like the top five athletes of all time. And it's it's like Babe Ruth, Tom Brady, Serena Williams and all that. And then it's like eventually though, like then Jordan. And then, and then eventually you fill out the five. And then right. it's like, like I saw on ESPN, not like I'm like, oh, because of hockey, but like Gretzky wasn't in the top five of athletes of all time. It was like, again, it was like Serena, Jordan, uh, you know, Babe Ruth, Tom Brady, Brady and, and some, I forget who the fifth person probably was. Probably soccer. Yeah, probably know, Messi, like Messi or, or Ronaldo like or something exactly. like that. But then it's like, but then how do you qualify the great, like the top five athletes of all time and like leave off people where it's like different sports? Like Serena's the best. You know, tennis right. player. You know that, but it's like, well, how do you qualify them to get? They so it's still like, do it with tennis because you've got Djokovic. You know, that's one. How many? You got Nadal. That's one. So many. You got Federer. And they go, well, who's the best? But they've all got over twenty something championships. These guys. So they're all great. You know, we don't celebrate like you guys said. We don't celebrate how great they are. We have to say, but. Who's better? Are they the great or Even, who's better? Again with golf, like you bring, like they'll bring up like oh you know and I've go obviously Tiger people bring right. up, but then you're always like, well you know these guys Arnold Palmer was using wooden clubs exactly that would splinter if you hit it too hard. It it's was like, totally different. You're looking at ears and, and it goes what the, they did and, and it goes the same with uh, it goes the same with you know Jordan and LeBron debate like. Jordan did play in a tougher era when you right. could hit with the you know the bad boy Pistons, but also. So people are like, uh, you know, LeBron couldn't play. But, but also, you look at LeBron, he's built like a linebacker for exactly. an NFL player. You tell me he couldn't beat exactly. up the bad boy he Pistons? He be better. Well, look yeah. what they if, say. If you swap them both. I mean, Gretzky says it all the time. He says, if you put Connor McDavid in the 80s, he would shatter my records by a lot. But if you had me playing now, I could never achieve these right. points. Well, that's just which, I also think, so which I also think is bullshit. He's also. But I'm just like, the he's way the he most, qualifies. one of the most humblest athletes in the world, Wade Gretzky. Yes. Because like, when you're called the great one, and you you didn't make up that nickname. You no, know what I mean, yeah. it was Jackie Gleason and and Wayne Gretzky were the great. He is that. There's no question about well, it. Well, that's the the Canadianness of him. He's not right involved in any of that. But nonsense. to to Michael's point, also when you're looking at like what Steph Curry has done in in the NBA, the game completely changed. Look because at of that I mean, man. Every every game you watch now, they're hoisting threes up from mid. You watch it in college. And they're saying, oh, Curry couldn't have played back in the day. Yeah, you know what he would have done? He would have what all great people do. They adjust to what's there. Mm-hmm. If guys, if they're if I'm getting if I'm driving the basket and these guys are allowed to in the 80s and 90s, you know, to club Just me. Elbow you and elbow yeah. me, knock me, cut my leg. You know what? I'm gonna go back and shoot a 15 to 20 footer rather than go to the basket. And that's what yeah, what Curry to does. your point, he would have maybe succeeded more because he could he could score lights out at half court. Exactly, he's like, why well, I don't need to get near you. Exactly, he's but, like the second the pass is inbounded to him, he's got a guy on him because he can hit full court shots. Exactly, like it's nothing. So what he Any would have done that would be, is drawn those guys out to he, say, oh geez, it wouldn't have been as clogged in the middle. Yeah, it's because he'd been like, well, this kid's hooking him from from twenty five feet. We got to send a guy out to guard him. And then you're opening up the middle and lane. And then it yeah. opens and the lane up and everything else. That's what makes, you know, Steph Curry great. I mean, is he is he the greatest of all time? Because he's basically changed. Like, I want to be like Mike. But, Mike, you couldn't do the stuff that Mike did. 
you and uh, you still and you can't do this a lot of the stuff that Curry did because you can't shoot as well as Curry did. But Curry worked well, at Jordan it too. Jordan can dunk from the free throw line, oh, yeah. and Curry can't. But Curry can hit full court shots, exactly. and Jordan can't. And it's Jordan like, couldn't do it. You, you have to be had different. Yeah, a portion of the time during Jordan's play, you had like coked up and players smoking, like like the <laughs> athleticism of some of these guys, right? You know, like exactly, and not all taken away from Jordan. It's the same thing. Like I guess the closest analog to it is like. For me, being like a history nerd, I hate when people talk about like what if history. It's like, well, that's bullshit because that's not the way it went. Right. So you can't relitigate it, and let's try not to litigate right. it with had Steph Curry do against this person, do against that person. Right. The game's completely different, changes, and there can be error goats. Like, yeah. you know, like, it's everything else. You couldn't do. Players like Wilt thrived because he was the tallest player. Now right. you have guys who are like eight foot, which, you know, like who was Bull? Bull was like the tallest guy. Right. In the They're like seven, it's, five, seven, yeah. six. Which, I mean, again, I'm not saying Wilt would also like, still be you amazing. You don't think Shaq would have dominated in the 70s and 80s? Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's be honest about it. You put Shaq on a low block and say, okay, move him. You would have needed four guys to push this man out of the way. It's just. Athletes are bigger, stronger, faster now, but also, I'm not saying all of them could, you know, couldn't compete back in this. Like Jim Brown could have played in any era. Like I always yeah. bring up Jim Brown. Jim Brown was a football player, football player. He could have played in the 20s, 40s, 60s, 2000, whatever. The damn fine actors. Well. And, and the damn fine actors. Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor could, could have played it. Lawrence Taylor single-handedly changed the way people look at, at, at Wade football because you had to know where he was at every time. It's the same thing like with Mahomes. You know where he is all the time to get back to him. But you could still you could do everything right, everything right with Mahomes, and he could still beat you because he can just wait that extra second. Or make that throw, like Mike said before, that backhanded shovel pass. That or you'll see, like a guy will be triple covered, but he'll throw it perfectly. Like, right. You couldn't have covered him any better without it being a penalty. And, but exactly. he still gets and, it, and he still gets the ball. It's you know, like there's sometimes they're unguardable. It's right. It, and so to knock us like like with LeBron, like to get back to him. I mean, let's let's just look at what he's done, and then when it's all said and done. So you can have your debates or whatever. But he's still playing LeBron. He's still doing it. And he's still doing it at a high level. The guy's in his late 30s and he's scoring, he's averaging like 29, 30 points a night. And Draymond also, Draymond Green brought up a good point about him too, where he was like, he lives in the era of social media yes. and paparazzi, and he's never been, he's never gotten arrested. He's never had a bad Do social you? media presence. There's never been like a video, an Instagram video of LeBron drunk at a club. He's been the best. That man has lived on a. Yeah, straight and narrow, right? Very and, well, managed. and you know what? We don't need to. I don't look. It's none of my business. Like what LeBron does off the court, either, though. No, you know what I not. mean. It's not but anybody. But for him to be that. look at Jeter too, though, right? You didn't know. Now Jeter played in New York. You don't think people wanted to get something on Derry Jeter to be on the cover of the Daily News, New York Post, New York Times? Derry Jeter with, you know... And especially as much as people love... Whatever. Mm-hmm, as much yeah. as people love, like we are saying, to love, like, the, to goatify somebody, say they're the best, there's always the person who wants to take them down. So you don't think, especially in New York, like you're saying, oh, yeah, there's somebody who would love to catch J- uh, Jeter slipping and then use this as a reason why he's not called the best? Mets fans. Yeah, yeah, called Mets fan. No, I'm a Mets fan. <laughs> no, but it, it, you're right, and and the thing is, like with, to your point too about Draymond Green, social media doesn't matter where you play anymore either. You can play in Denver, you can play in Utah, 
if you're if you've done something, somebody's going to have it on film. They're going to know about it. It doesn't matter. Jordan, with all the stories you hear about Jordan, why he left, you know, the rumor he left the NBA, uh, the NBA because of gambling issues or whatever that was thrown out there, even br- kind of brought up and why you, you know, on the the last dance and whatever, you oh, know, yeah, it was issues and things. Yeah. So, if if they had social media back then, seeing maybe Jordan in a in a gambling casino or you know on the golf course, and you know when when Jordan plays from watching it, Jordan isn't betting. Five bucks a hole. He's yeah. betting ten thousand a hole, fifty thousand. He, he, he liked to gamble, and the stories came out. But you didn't have it on video of like, oh wow, look at Michael Jordan's coming out of like this all night poker place or whatever, or he's in a casino. What's he doing there? You know how? Why would he do that? Now you can't do anything. You can't make a move without them being known. And if Jordan, and can you imagine if LeBron was at a like something was going on or? He would be vilified. Oh my God, Mr. Clean is now. Look what happened to him. He doesn't do any of that stuff. His body is what he works on. I mean, he's got, he spends a million dollars a year just on trainers and things. Yeah, and like you know, there, there's like a whole like you know, like whenever a weapon comes in, it's, then there's like whole teams that deal with mm-hmm. social media scrubbing and all that. And right. There's there's a whole apparatus around all these guys, and I don't want to make it like you know that some of this stuff being exposed isn't bad but like when we're talking about this like light stuff just like having a, a fun night out with your friends yeah, right like, exactly you, you never see lebron doing no anything. you don't and he may for all we know but you know what he does he rents the whole club out yeah you know what i mean and he's got security that you don't know it but that's but when you've got that kind of cachet you can do whatever you want you know what i mean it doesn't seem like he's a bad guy ever he's not you know like so instead of celebrating the guy we have to like try to say, well, he's not as, or why can't he do, or whatever. That's why to me, and I know Stephen and I have these debates all the time, and I don't know how you guys feel, but the Hall of Fame to me too, I got to hear, is he a Hall of Fame? Is he really a Hall of Fame? Is he does he deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? How good is he in the Hall of Fame? Because I'm I, I said to Stephen because we were talking about this, and I was like, you know what they because he wants to get you know. Aroid, as I like to call him, into the Hall of Fame and everything, and Bonds and Clemens. This is very documented on the podcast. Yes. So what I said to him, so what I said to him was, here's what they do then. It's a museum, right? So you have a special wing, and you say, here you go, here it is. Asterisk wing. You want to go and visit the Hall of Fame? Here's the wing of guys that didn't play by the so-called rules. Okay. Now, you could take some guys that are in the regular Hall of Fame that weren't the nicest guys. You hear the stories about going back to Ty Cobb and whatever oh, and how yeah, he yeah. was and everything else. There was a movie about how Tommy Lee Jones was in. I can remember Tommy Lee Jones. I can't remember Bill Cowher, but that's a whole other thing. That's not really good. Let's not relive uh, past memories. But but just to, you know, it, it doesn't mean what it used to mean because everybody is has to be right away when they retire. Oh, he's, is, he a Hall, is he a Hall of Famer? Or does he deserve an Academy Award? Or Beyonce only has 32 Grammys. Why doesn't she have 33? Because there's that big controversy because Harry Styles won for Album of the Year. Yeah. She didn't win. And then he gets up and says, uh, this doesn't happen for people like me. And everybody's like, what, white from Britain? Yeah, yeah. good-looking white dudes. Good-looking white what, dudes. When are they going to get their victory? Yeah, that, what, was, you know, that was... But why can't Harry Styles... Everybody wants to 
quantify their like other greatness because they don't get it. So it's it's just yeah. up for debate. I mean, is Beyonce hurting? I don't think so. Like, she <laughs> didn't win album of the year. She's how many Grammys do you need anyway? And does anybody even care about them? Maybe they got more ratings this year or whatever. Like the Academy Awards are probably going to get higher ratings because they're going to figure, well, who's going to punch somebody this year? I mean, you know, well, the, the, yeah, I mean, and you're, I mean, like a lot of stuff is like people trying to determine their own relevance. Right. Because like you do have, like when you were growing up, it was like they talked about sports. You had NFL films. Right. And a bit on the news. Right. Now there is entire media infrastructures talking about a sport that's played, what, six months? And you need to fill the content of it, so you have to create controversy. Is he a Hall of Famer? No, he's not a Hall of Famer. Everything needs to be a debate. I mean, there's guys that, that like in the Baseball Hall of Fame, Scott Rowland just got in. Now, Scott Rowland played third base for, for, for a couple of teams, and he's in the Hall of Fame, and I'm like, like to me, a Hall of Famer is like what, what Judge did this year. When he was up at bat, you stop what you're doing. Is he going to put one out of the park? Is he going to hit one out? You don't do that with Sir, you don't do that with Scott Rowan. You were like when he played, you were like, hey, he's a good ball player, but he, was he special enough to get in the Hall of Fame? And and Deion Sanders said it best. He said if the, some of these guys are to get in the Hall of Fame now, they better build another one for the guys that were real Hall of Famers, because there's Hall of Famers and then there's Hall of Famers. But if you have to think about somebody being in the Hall of Fame, like Mahomes, could retire. To, after the Super Bowl, five years, he's going in with Brady. If he said, I'm done, because of what he's done and his, his body of work. Getting to Super Bowls, maybe winning two, maybe winning one, losing two, close games, whatever. But when you've got that, that's a Hall of Famer. You see it, you know. It's like Clash. You can't define it, but you know when you see it? That's Mahomes. He's a Hall of Famer. Why? Because watch 10 minutes of this highlight reel. Nobody's doing what Mahomes is doing. Nobody. Nobody. And we, I mean, like, listen, I'm I'm guilty of, like, you know, not so much the, the like, I do like a little bit of the, the pomp. And, like, I mean, like, I, I'm the guy who still watches award shows. Like right. There's about, nothing wrong with that either. Ball. I get it. But, like, what has become overwhelming is just, like, this constant, it's either, it's, you know, it's, we've always done this in, in you know, like, American culture. We build up, we take down, we build up, we take down. Right. But now it just seems like it's instantaneous. Oh yeah, it's yeah. everything's got to be. This is either the greatest of all time, right? Which I don't think anything is the greatest of all time because you can't judge anything. Because on... t- tomorrow's another day. Yeah, that that yeah. great movie that you saw, another one could be being made right now, or that great shot that you just saw could be like the the Odell catch, the the Beckham catch, right? Everything stopped, time stopped. The greatest catch of all time. Unbelievable. Now, I've seen better catches than that catch since that catch of Odell. Yeah. Right? But at that time, it was like, oh, my God. It was on, you know, everybody was watching the game. It was against the Cowboys. He makes the one-handed stab. Now, you see guys in high school making these plays. It's just because... They all practice that now. We need to get two signs of the same coin where it's like they happen now because Odell showed it can happen. Exactly. But it's it's always got to be quantified by, oh, it was the greatest. But then, then me too, it's like it could happen with now me as a Giants fan. I, you know, liked Odell when he was on the team. It right. happened to be a Giants game against the Cowboys that was two flags were thrown. Right. I could now be jaded in my ways where. 
that is the forever the greatest catch of all time. And anybody who ever brings up another one, past or present right. or future, the ones that happen, oh, right. it can never because of that. And it goes right. for everything. It goes for athletes. That's why a lot of people don't even want to talk about the Jordan versus LeBron mm-hmm. because they grew up with Jordan. Jordan's the best. And right. in a few years, a few generations even from now, it's got to be LeBron because the people who are defending him are the right. ones who grew up with him. And the same thing with the movies. Oh, they didn't make movies like how they used to make. Or the movies now are the best they've ever been. And it goes for everything right. like that. It's like... I mean, nostalgia gets, is a huge thing in all yeah. this, too. That's, so that know, it's it's always... If you see some greatness, you always want that to be that's what it... Right. So your idea of this is the best song, movie, cat, whatever it has to well it's not like mine right it's got to be that but and it's like it, they could coexist they, they, exactly. they could coexist exactly with star wars you know oh, yeah that's like like it's nothing will ever be as cool in sports film tv and when you're like 11 when you're yeah. like 11 and the world seems small but huge and you see the thing that that's the greatest that's when you start right idolization i was reading a whole right. like uh, thing about on npr about like why a lot of people like when you almost reach like 30 you don't listen to new music in the sense of like trying to break that which i'm not it's not no. also true for everybody but it's like you will listen to it for a point where especially when you're like you'll listen to what your parents or friends or whatever when you were growing up in your formative years and then you know when you were in your teens and 20s you listen to this but then it's like you hit like a point it's like that that's your and you don't listen to new stuff because like that you have like 30 years of content right. to listen to it but it's right. like it has to you don't that doesn't have to be the end all be you, no. no these things can go exist exactly because i think it's funny we're talking about how much we love mahomes and you're wearing a lamar jackson and shirt. i'm wearing a lamar and jackson I, shirt i have said on the podcast before if i had to pick i would want lamar to win a, the super bowl and right. so i'm like if i don't know the divisions right at the top of my head if they would play or if they, they would play, play to get to the super yeah, bowl they're playing they the AFC. AFC. yeah so i'm like i don't if that who would i root for maybe right. lamar because he's never won it but also do you want Mahomes to chase the Brady right. thing? But, but it's like but they why can coexist. He, like, yeah, exactly. Why is Mahomes? Oh, he has to win the second one because he's already twenty-seven and Brady's got seven and whatever. Like You're you still going to talk about you have Brady. Mahomes. Yeah, you yeah. Mahomes. It's not like it erases. It, it, Brady like it doesn't tomorrow. erase his greatness of what he did. Which and Brady's seven wins doesn't erase with Montana's four and zero. Oh. Right. It doesn't either. Right. Or Terry Bradshaw's four and zero. Oh. Or it doesn't hurt the fact that Dan Marino got the one Super Bowl, lost it, and never got back. You look at Dan Marino, and if Dan Marino was playing now. The way that Dan Marino and Warren Moon and Warren Moon, these guys—are you kidding me? They'd be throwing for seven thousand yards. He was throwing for thousands of yards when when you could go to the to the actually to the wide receiver when he's running downfield and be hitting this man, (laughs) chucking him all the way down the the field. The way the quarterbacks and wide receivers are protected now. Oh my God! Look at the quarterback hits that it is in the Super Bowl that Terry Bradshaw took. He got smashed in the face by a cowboy. No, fa- no penalty. Now they they would throw the guy out of the league for doing the yeah, hits hit that they for got. Targeting and you'd, you'd get be ejected. targeting. You'd be thrown out. You'd be fined. You whatever. The game was different. It didn't make it better. It just was. That's the way. It, because those were the rules. It was just like that. Then then they started to realize. Wait a minute. These guys are really getting hurt. We still don't want to admit that concussions are happening as much as they do, but. We've got to try to eliminate the quarterback because he's the most important right. person. So we've got to eliminate him getting hurt 
because yeah, who wants to see the third stringer like we just saw yeah. in the San Francisco game when we can't have the like the first string? Like George Kittle said after the game, he's like, it feels shitty losing the game because we didn't have a quarterback. And that's what the league, the league wants right. you to watch the two superstars play, but it doesn't, if, who was it, Purdy was his, what was his name deemed? Mr. Uh, Irrelevant? Mr. Irrelevant. Because he was, he was like the, the last, last guy pick in the draft. draft. Right. So they wanted to see that storyline of Mr. Irrelevant, can he beat, you know, the, so it's like. Can he beat the Eagles? They want, they want to put a line some way. Of course. Oh, yeah. And can Clicks you imagine and... if he made it to the Super Bowl, Purdy? Like it was Mr. the 49ers. Yeah. Yeah. You got like Tom Brady, who was seven, retiring this year. And here's Mr. Revelment, the last guy who Brady had a chip on his shoulder for being drafted in the late rounds. Imagine this guy. I'm the last guy picked in the whole draft. Nobody's even caring about me, remembers me. I'm 252 out of 252. And I'm one game away from going to the Super Bowl, and I get hurt. Then so you two, don't even know wh- how would have happened. Let's like, say he won it; it would have been incredible. And like Zach said too, it's like it's created storylines because you have players who are undrafted who are who are exactly. Randomly. It doesn't matter. It's just what, he what, happened well, to be the last pick in the Kurt draft. Warner relevant and in the NFL, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like there's Kurt Warner stocking shelves, and then all of a sudden, you know. Couldn't Blake on this team was playing in Europe in, in in the NF you know in Germany in the you know the 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 the, the league they had over there you know in in um, I forget what the name of the league was the World Football whatever they called it he played there he's here he's doing all this stuff and then he's in the Super Bowl and, that, and now he's in the Hall of Fame and you know what like those stories those are great I have nothing wrong with it human interest look at this story that's right. great I hate when it becomes like. Uh, like this a, person's not good. This, this person's not good compared to that person. Right. It's like we shouldn't have goats. We should have like greatest at this moment. Well, which go, another, when I was growing up, used to be you made the mistake. Yeah, right. It was right. hero. In the Daily News, it used to be hero and goat. It was the hero was the great guy. The goat was the guy who made the error or dropped the pass or whatever. Now it's greatest of all time. When I was growing up, you'd see it in the back of the Daily News. Hero was, you know, Mickey Mantle. The goat was... And then also goes Jerry Kenny, who used to play for the Yankees, was t- was not a great that player. That goes with the age of social media, too, because you can just put the emoji of a goat. Right. So the amount of times somebody just does something, they just put goats in the, yep. you know, because it goes yep. with that, too. Exactly. And it's, it's instead of just looking at what you're seeing for the greatness that it is, yeah, and it, it, it's 15 or 20 years, you know what? Somebody's going to say LeBron and Jordan, either one of them weren't as good as this <laughs> yeah, guy this, coming yeah. up. So what would, would you know... You know Jordan did, or so what? With LeBron did, Here, look well, at this guy. You're already seeing it already because um, Luca, he's been in the league five right. years. Luca Doncic, right yeah, now. There, I've seen a lot of people comparing his first five years stats to LeBron's five years and how they mirror right. each other. Now they're like, right. is he gonna have a better career? Yeah, but I even saw it. We don't uh, talk about Luca here. You don't talk. Oh yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> It's a CP3. Oh, but I also I saw it, which is another like a goat debate, which I thought was so odd. Was the Tim Tebow got elected to the College Football Hall right, of Fame, right. and a lot of people genuinely were like, "Is he the greatest college football player right. of all time?" And now that the pool is open to even hundreds or even thousands of right. more people because of how many play in college and don't make it to so it's like you're gonna really and there's different divisions and different root and different yep. things that you know 
and you're really going to break it, is he the best college football right. player of all time? And I'm not saying he's not because of, like, you know, he was his, very good his clout and how good he was in that Florida team. But it's like you're really going to now try to narrow it from not the greatest football to right. now the greatest college, college football, football player, player of all, of all time. time. And you, there's trust me, there's the thousands of great college football He's the greatest players. college football player to also play for the Mets. And play, you know, right. like that. played minor league yes. baseball. Yes, minor league for the that Mets. That is a team team really just, great. Now, look, the yes, guy is that a, also, you know, yeah. He's a nice guy. We have to count everything he did. He's the greatest college football player who is a deeply religious religious uh, guy who has a crew cut, you know, okay, yeah. we'll put him in who's that category. Who's a commentator. Who's who a commentator. Yeah. Who played minor league baseball. Yeah, okay, yes, for that he is. It's just funny is. the way of that, all like, the Tim these, Tebow's, he's the greatest Tim Tebow. He's the greatest yeah. Tim Tebow it's there is. It's just funny is. the way that these all, like, he, he retires, so then that was the narrative for a while. Of course. Who's like, is he the best one? Like, who do you think? And, you know, this right. is why. And, it's and you why, can go, and what are you going to do, by eras? Yeah. Or errors, or you're going to just do it by, you know, the or last division years? school. Like you said, Mahomes didn't. I never heard, like, I heard of Jalen Hurts uh, because of the fact that he played, like, for, he Alabama. played for Alabama. I didn't hear of Patrick Mahomes. Texas Tech? Yeah, you don't Forget hear about it. that. In Lubbock, you couldn't even get, you can't even get to Lubbock where he was playing. But no, nobody believed that he was that good. Now it's, oh, and he's, he's a system guy and he's not going to be any good. Yeah, he is. But you have to see it. You know, you have to see the greatness that's there. Or, I can harness that. It's like, you know, a stallion. You're like, oh, this horse is running. But if I could break it a little bit and get him just to, you know, tinker with it, not take away all of that, just work it a little bit, look what he's become. I mean, a lot of guys are saying, oh, Tebow, forget about it. I mean, uh, Mahomes, forget about it. You know, he's not going to be any good. And then look what they become. You can't say, and then nobody would have picked him to be the greatest one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Dan Orlovsky of, of ESPN has him number two behind Brady of all time already. That's crazy. All I mean, time. But it's also, it's crazy, but it's also like, I get it. But and that's some, his opinion. Some, yeah. I mean, it, that's what this guy thinks. This guy played football. He was a quarterback in the pros. If he thinks he's the second best quarterback to ever play the game, then who am I to say he's wrong? I mean, it's just crazy to have these conversations with a person still playing. Exactly. Yeah, like they're, they're still exactly. playing. They can if he gets, it, like, look at Jim Kelly. Got to the Super Bowl four times. They lost the Buffalo Bills. Four times. Yeah. But that doesn't take away the fact that he got his team to the Super Bowl four times. I mean, you know, uh, John Elway lost Super Bowls before he won the last two. He was labeled a loser. Oh, he can't win the big one. He can't win the big one. He can't. And then guess what? He won two in a row. So he goes from, the go, he can't win the big one. He's got all this talent. He can't win to winning two. I remember that narrative for Peyton because he, he lost a lot of them right. before he, he won. Right, he lost a like, lot of play. He lost to Brady They always say that Peyton's like the best regular season quarterback, right. but he can never win. They're like, if you needed a quarterback in the clutch, he would be You're like not the last guys exactly. on my list. But meanwhile, yeah, it's Peyton Manning. He's going to be the last guy you're going to pick. Exactly, but oh, you can't win. because. But you know what? He's playing against guys that get paid too, as they say. Yeah. Brady and the Patriots were getting paid to play against them. The, the Steelers were getting played. The Ravens were getting all these teams were playing against Peyton, too. So it it kind of makes it difficult. Just because you're great at what you do, you have to be also surrounded by other people to make you great. You can't just do it on your own. You can't. It's impossible. Like, like we talked about the Super Bowl. You saw Mahomes running for his life. If, if, if his offensive line can't block for him, well, then what am I supposed to do? Yeah. I, I can't make, you know, I can't you know, make things happen just because I, I'm willing it to happen. It's not going to happen because the other guys on the other side of the ball are getting paid really good money, too, to knock these guys on their ass 
to get to me. So that's uh, it's very hard to to keep that in mind when you're rooting for one team over another to be like, well, that other team's also being paid. Wants right, to be like, exactly. Your narrative is you're like, well, they should. these guys. Yeah, it just is funny to see them like you know throw a 95 yard pass as a dime that was just like overthrown by one yard, and then you're sitting there watching, like, man, he overthrew him. Right, that was he overthrew him. Or like you know you get the you catch the ball, but then he drops it. I mean, like, ah, I would catch that. That's catchable. Right. That's one of the, yeah. the, the best and worst things about sports is when you start to get into it, and as a person who got into it kind of late, like, you get so into it, and uh-huh. then you think you know things that, like, they know. Like they, they, a, yeah. they made it. They, well, that's why so you be, hard. It, it, it is passion and everything else, but you have to have an open mind. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you have to look at it and go, yeah, I like this team. I really, I like the Giants. But you know what? I got to give credit to... This guy, like Tommy Reese, was the offensive coordinator of Notre Dame. And he left to go to the University of Alabama to be their offensive coordinator. And I was like, at first I'm like, gee, you know. But then I'm thinking, I love Notre Dame, but I got a chance to work with Nick Saban. And if I want to really get my career maybe to, to the pros to be an offensive coordinator or to be a head coach, if I can work under, no offense to Marcus Freeman, I love Marcus Freeman and whatever, but if you could put on your resume, who'd you work with? Oh, I worked with Marcus Freeman. I was quarterback at Notre Dame, offensive coordinator at Notre Dame. Then I went to Alabama, worked with Nick Saban. Nick, oh, Nick Saban. Which that propels you because like it or not, that gives you a lot because Brian Cache, Dable right. worked with, with Bill also Belichick. worked, and he also worked with Nick Saban. Oh, that's, he was in Alabama. He was an Alabama that, offensive coordinator you, too. Whether it makes a difference or not, because so did Joe Judge. It right. doesn't really matter. But but you when got you the look job at because the of the pedigree of what you got. Oh, you worked with wow. You worked with Nick Saban, and let's say Alabama wins a national championship, then they're going to say, "Wow, Tommy Reese." Even though he's got five star recruits everywhere, wow. He had a chance to go to LSU with Brian Kelly. Said, "No, I'm staying at Notre Dame." Mm-hmm. But Nick Saban calls him. After his offensive coordinator left, and he said, "I and he, the year before he said, I'm, we're going to win a national championship here at Notre Dame. I'm not leaving. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stay here. But Nick Saban didn't call him. The next year, Nick Saban calls him and says, you want to come down here? I got five-star recruits that are sitting on the bench because I got more five-star recruits. I know you went to Notre Dame. I know you love Notre Dame. The salary is going to be comparable. You're going to make money. But... If I want to get to the pros, if I want to get a job in the pros, a head coaching job or an offensive coordinator in the pros, you have Nick Saban on your resume. That that's yeah. gold. That bumps that's you gold. Up. Yeah, do you want to talk about greatest of all time? Nick, Nick Saban is considered the greatest college coach of all time. Now, and you work for this man. So now, not only are you working for him, you're learning from what he has done to get to be one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest. So now you're not only getting that experience. Now, Marcus Freeman is only a second-year coaching. He doesn't have the experience. Not to say he's not going to have it, but when you got a guy that's won national championships you know, in different schools, he's still competitive. He's in his late 60s, early 70s, and he's still... You know, every every second of every minute of every day, there's there's no wasted time with Nick Saban. There's none. Every guy that works for him says he wakes up, you're, he's here at this point. He's here at this point. He's not like, hey, let's have a you know coke at the you know at the the water. Forget it. Glass of water. Every minute of every second of every day is is that's what he does. And when you can learn it from that guy. 
I, mean, I can't be mad at him for going to that. If he had left to go to, you oh, know, so Oshkosh no. University, I would be ticked. But I'm like, he's learning from Nick Saban. I, I, you got to let the guy go. But he's learning from one of, as we're saying, one of the greatest. So that's the whole... Uh, now, I just wanted to, now that we are just eclipsing over an hour, I wanted yeah. to bring it back to where we started to see... Do your Super Bowl pick, did it change there at all? As Zach, especially hearing more about both teams, did you? I want to keep it with Mahomes. I want to keep it with Kansas City. So if you were play, if you were placing a bet right now, not about who you like, who you think, you're Zach. You're with Mahomes and I'm the not Chiefs. Intelligent enough to know more, but I'm going to say Mahomes and Chiefs. And I'm going with my Chiefs goat too. right I, now. I think Chiefs. I said Chiefs Green Bay at the beginning of the year or something. So I'm definitely. I know I got half right. We can you roll did. back the tape. We can roll I, back I'm the taking. Tape. I'm taking Kansas City. And, and I discussed this because Stephen called me earlier. It's going to be tight, yes. like what you're saying. He's it's, His heart is beating the same way. He, his head is the same way. He's going Philly, but he hates Philly because the, the yeah. Giants. And they're Philly. You know, we're anyway. all in, you know, the Cowboys, Giants, and Commanders are all in the NFC East, and so are the Giants. So I can't I root rooted. I rooted heavy for Philly in 2018 because it was, A, against the, the Patriots, Patriots. Exactly. And, but, yeah, it was, but B, it was also, it was kind of for Always Sunny. They did a two-part yeah, episode on it. And when the, uh, Jason Kelsey was on the show because of it. Mm-hmm. But I'm also like, all right, I've seen them when they're, they're super Right. You know, I'm like, That's, but it gets tough. Mm-hmm. My mind is still... For the Eagles, yep. But, but your heart is for. But yes, yeah. I will be rooting hard for Mahomes. But if I, if somebody said right now you had to place your whole life savings on this, who do you think I would have to go? The Eagles. Yeah. I would, for some reason, feel there's like, nothing, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's why it's betting. You got a fifty-fifty yeah. shot. And there's no but not even just for my. It's just something about. I feel like it's Mahomes because the thing that's funny about watching just quickly is when Mahomes left the game against. The Jaguars. It went from the Chiefs are the favorite to not only go to but win the Super right. Bowl. But when he was out for that one drive, even though I mentioned their backup came in, they drove right. down the field, they scored. It was like, can they beat the Jacksonville Jaguars, who almost lost to the Chargers the week before? Right. It really came down to when Mahomes wasn't in the game and when is this team that was guaranteed the Super Bowl. Yep. Now can they beat the Jacksonville Jaguars, who got thirty three points scored against them the week before? Yep. But I don't. I didn't see that with the defense on the Eagles. Yeah, I didn't yeah. see that with if totally Jalen different. Hurts isn't there. You know what? And it's funny. Is, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. No, this is just kind of a because we really didn't get to talk about the World Cup uh, in the end. But this sounds like almost the exact same scenario that the the World Cup final of France Argentina. And this match is like they were so close, mm. and there was just there was certain matches where, you know, in the end, I kind of thought Argentina because they had an easier go through. I didn't think they were going to win. It's 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 just very very similar. It's like oh, they couldn't beat this team. Will they win right. the World Cup? Right. Which it, the funny thing about the watching the World Cup because I know me and you didn't get to talk about it a lot. And it's funny because Messi won against you know. For, but watching that game, I was like, Mbappe is the best player in the world right it, now. It really it was, was really a, fun to see Messi win the World Cup and be solidified as probably the greatest football you know the soccer player ever the goat, yeah yeah the goat but then watching the game and be like he wasn't even the best player in that game no it was, it was, a it was kind crazy of a cruel reminder of how small the window for goading is because yeah yes. you know there's always going to be somebody better or yeah. just as good and or it had to be awkward because they had to fly home and play for the same team you're on the yeah. same team a couple of weeks later and it's funny what you were saying too about the eagles because that's the exact thing steven was saying 
like his head is telling him one thing, but he can't root for them because they're in the same division as the Giants. Yeah. Now, oh, I mean, yeah, after that beating, I, I'm right. not rooting for them at all. Right. I only was rooting against because that's when it was but he kind did of for the nice. Page, to, yes. But the Patriots Super Bowl, Steven said, that's the only time I rooted for him because I didn't want to see Which Brady win Which was a double-edged sword. Time. I was like, I don't want to see Brady win again, but then also, do I want... I kind of liked the Giants were the only team to beat Brady in the Super Bowl. Right. But then it was also, I didn't want to see him win another right? Because at that point, too, it was like you're watching the same team every year. Yep. I was like, I wanted it to be competitive. So what does he do? He turns around and beats Mahomes to win his own. Yeah, yeah, with the the Bucks, and everybody loves him. Just before we close, I watched this documentary on Dionne Warwick. And let me tell you something. It It was an amazing documentary, first of all. But I didn't realize, and I just want to, just that how much work she did for the for AIDS research and everything. She, you know, that song, you know, um, you can always count on me. That's mm-hmm. for, you know, that's what friends yeah, are for. Right. She was responsible for that whole thing. She called Elton John. She called Stevie Wonder. She called Gladys Knight, and she said, "I want to do this song." And every dollar, every dollar went to AIDS research. It was the first thing that well, was really. Some listener, who is she? Dion Warwick. You know, and do you know the way to San Jose? She's got, a singer. She's okay. a singer. She's great a singer. singer back in the 60s, 70s. Her and Burt back, But also great social media So if we're presence. talking about greatest of she all time. She is. Let me tell you talking something. about greatest of all she time. She is one of the greatest. <laughs> we, we stand a queen. And I didn't know. Beyonce uh, who? And well, she was. And also, uh, she was Whitney Houston's aunt. Yeah. Really? And, and she, one of her funniest tweets was, um, I love the music of William Eyelash. And it's William Billy Eyelash. <laughs> yeah, right. But she, she was saying, who did you, oh, she wants to date Pete Davidson. That's yes. That was her yes. latest thing she wants yes. to do. She wants to She's date awesome. Pete Davidson. I'll have to check that out. You watch funny. the documentary. You're going to be, like, what she went through, like, you know, obviously. Yeah. Maybe African-American performer in the... 50s and 60s, 60s and, and whatever, yeah. But just how she maybe Rihanna will bring her out during the Super Bowl. Maybe I'm maybe. telling you right now. But what she did for for A's research, they had they went to this. The, the Amfar had the, they said if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't have gotten the money that we've gotten and and generated. And like she said, not one dime of that money. And she was always helping out other people. Wonderful. And I didn't know anything about her. I knew like I knew that she was a great singer and everything. But I didn't realize how much she did for to help other people out, and and she had and Snoop Dogg's in it, yes, and it just I'll give you one sec. This is one thing that happened. Snoop Dogg. She called Snoop Dogg, and two other and I think Tupac to her house and says, "I want you to be there at seven. I want you to be there at seven o'clock." They come at seven in the morning. She met seven at night because they were so intimidated to meet her. And he said, "She said your lyrics." You have to change some of your lyrics because you're going to be fathers. You can't disrespect women. I think, women. too, at the time, because uh, you just bring up, like, Tupac and, and uh, Snoop Dogg. And so they were in, like, different, they were in rival, like, you know. Right, right. So, so I think like, it was Tupac. And I want to make yeah, sure. No. But like I know de- it was definitely Like Death Snoop. Row Records. They were yeah, West, yeah. but there was the Bad Boy era. Yes. Right. And so, of course, when they Bad had Boy to be, Records. She, yeah, brought, yeah, up, yeah, she yeah. brought them in, and they said they sat up and took notice because... It's of Dion what she Warwick. had done. It was yeah. Dion Warwick. But just thinking to say, they thought she meant 7 o'clock in the morning, and they were there at 10 minutes to 7, because that's how much of an influence like she had on other performers, knowing that what she had to do to break the barriers for these guys to do it. It's a really, really fascinating uh, fascinating documentary. Definitely check it out. And this is the end of this podcast, but we will always uh, have to say at the end, we love you, Maya. 
So do you want in and tune in the Maya's next time? Maya's the goat. Maya Maya's is the goat. goat. Yeah. Maya, there's, I don't think there's any question about that. If there's one goat, it's Maya. Also, thank you to the people of Arizona for the lovely accommodations here. This has been a great week. Oh, yeah. yeah. Reporting Trust live from Arizona. We'll mention live that at the end of the podcast. On Radio yeah. Row. Yeah, yes. Radio, Radio Row. Row. Peace.